It's the RU Review episode number nine. I'm Steve Titchener in the studio with Matt Lachlan. And on the line, a man who desperately missed Rutgers football, John McAlevey. John, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be off that ledge. You pulled me back in. So uh, <laughs> well, we're I'm happy to back. have you back. Yes, yes. So, uh, so are you ready? I am ready. Yes, yeah, am. so here we go, right? Are you comes off the bye three and four. Now, let's look at the silver linings here, guys. I mean, you know, the best case scenario, I think, was really four and three. Uh, would have been nice to maybe grab that Northwestern game, maybe steal one of those other games. But here's another thing, too. The only game they were completely out of, and I think you'll agree with this, Matt, is the Ohio State game. Yep. They were kind of around, you know, even Michigan State, they were hanging around. We we, we're, we talked many times about the uh, the second half of the Michigan game. You know, Northwestern, they, again, the second half, for the most part, they were down as touchdown. So they weren't getting completely uh, wiped out. I mean, and now the gaudy numbers were being put up against them. And the offense was pretty anemic, but yet they were still in games. So well, the, you know what I find interesting? Your attitude has gone 180 degrees with the bye week, right? You had a chance to relax, <laughs> reflect, and say it's not that bad. Uh, you know, you've got the three wins. Let's see what happens. It just It's just interesting because after the Northwestern game, you were like yeah. – crazed yes and yeah now it's like well perspective wait a minute you know it wasn't that bad well look how, how long how long can you stay ticked off i mean especially yeah. i mean i mean I'm, I'm probably becoming a mellower sports fan in general but you know so, certainly i've been down this road with ruckers for years now yeah. so either you go crazy well or you, but in your you know for sure but in your feeling is what i believe the reason why Rutgers has a chance this week. Now, Illinois runs the heck against Rutgers. They run the ball. They just, you know, have thoroughly abused them on, on the lines the last few meetings. But I think you have a chance in the off week to get a little healthier, work on what was wrong, work on some fundamentals. And suddenly I don't think Rutgers is, you know, in fact, the line would indicate, I, I think depending on what line, I'm not sure they might even be like a half point, favored so I, I didn't i didn't look at i didn't see the line uh it's been all over the place yeah johnny what you know at the buy three and four kind of what you expected yes yes it was um i have to agree with that i thought that they would um the northwestern one was a head scratcher i really thought that they would be able to take care of them uh they played so well at michigan and as we've gone over at nauseam had opportunities to, to win that in the second half, uh, put a scare in them and really could have won that game. But yeah, the Northwestern one is the one that, uh, that is going to stick out like a sore thumb, I think towards the end of the year, if they're not able to break through and, and grab another, uh, big 10 win. I, I tell you what, what two weeks ago, everybody thought was, Hey, we're going to go out to Illinois and have a really good shot to, uh, to beat an Illinois team. On Saturday afternoon, after nine overtimes, suddenly turned into oh, this might not be as easy as we well, not easy, but this a little bit harder than we thought it was going to be. Before they went out to Happy Valley and took care of uh, what number four Penn State, that was unbelievable. Which yeah. is smoke and mirrors. Penn State is not the fourth best team in this country. Yeah, I'm I think sorry. I think that's pretty clear. I thought they were pretty good though, and it just really come on. That was shocking. I mean, were they twenty four point underdogs, and they just ran all over them. And you would think that Illinois wouldn't have wouldn't be able to get physical. 
uh, with yeah. Penn State like they were. But, you know, Chase Brown's a very good running back. I mean, he had a good, a, a good game last year. And let, let's take a look at last year because, you know, inexplicably, Isaiah Williams, who was a quarterback, who's, by the way, is now their leading wide receiver. He's not even playing the quarterback position. Ran all over Rutgers. Oh, they, to the they've run of, up and down uh, 31 times years. for 191 yards. Yeah. And actually, you know, Chase Brown had a good uh, game last year, too. So now that's the frightening thing here. They've had their way on the ground, but yet still Rutgers still had a chance to win that game and lost by a field goal. Bad turnover at the end of the game, as you recall, because we went over and over why they were throwing in the position they were throwing in. Had a bad turnover, which cost them that game. Now you're going into this this year. You know, it's, it's at Illinois. Again, they don't have have. I don't think they're going to have a ton of people. I think they're struggling with fans just like Rutgers is in terms of maybe, you know, right. You know, maybe the place will be half full. Who knows what the weather is going to be like, but well, after Saturday, they might have yeah, a good yeah, crowd. Barry, you well, know what? It's a different team here. So now the only thing I can say here's five, let's not yeah, go crazy. Well, yeah. Now, now um, they can't, they don't seem to throw the ball that well. I mean, Art Sikowski was their starter. Yeah beating out Brandon Peters, and then he broke his arm. Too bad that, you know, it's too, it would have been nice to see Art get in there against his old team. That You know, it's a good story there. Fortunately, he breaks his arm, so it's Brandon Peters back in there. You know, big kid, tall kid, good arm, um, but they don't have much of a, um, a passing game, so they have to run. So here it is, guys. Can can Rutgers just stack the line and and be as physical with them as they you know as they were with Penn State? But it is troubling that Penn State just ran all over Penn State. I mean, it really is. Did, uh, it, did you guys have a chance to watch any of that game? I watched uh, uh, quite a bit of it. I actually watched all the overtime, and I watched most of the fourth quarter. I don't I don't know what it was, but I, like a moth to a flame, I couldn't take my eyes off of that game. Maybe because. I'm with Matt and and with you that I I couldn't believe that Penn state was number four. And I watched for four quarters, as you mentioned, they ran the ball up and down their throat. Aside from chase Brown, they have this freshman who they got out of the great state of Alabama, how he got away. This guy, Josh McCray, that six, one, two forty looks like John Brockington from the old green Bay Packer days. Um, But, and, and then they get to the overtime period. And the two-point conversions, and they never ran the ball. They were throwing the ball, doing gadget plays where they they gouged Penn State for four quarters, and then they took both of those great backs off the field. And yeah. I couldn't believe what they were doing. I thought, what the heck is going on? Is Lovey Smith back on the sideline? What happened here? <laughs> oh, yeah. it was it was. And the announcers kept saying it. They were like, wait a minute. We just watched them destroy this team, running the ball up and down on a wet field. And then they went away from that, and it was yeah. nine uh, nine overtimes. But it was uh, and there go figures. Thrilling, it was Brand- Brandon Peters throwing a uh, throwing the two point conversion that won it. So they won exactly. on a pass. Oh, yeah. They won on a pass play, and I, I I was I was shocked. I really was. Yeah. I just then I thought, okay, they're not going to pull this off. There's you know some that's going to be a shame, but Penn State's going to figure out a way at home in this situation, mm-hmm. and they could not. Get it in. It yeah. was amazing. Oh. Who thought this two-point conversion thing was a good idea, by the way? Well, I mean, I think it's for, for the health of the players. They don't want I, – I, you know, I – I. Um, it was exciting. It was, it was exciting, but, but good come point. on. From nine nine peri- – you know, nine overtime periods, I mean, come on. It's not a period. It's it's, it's two uh, two One possessions. Play. It's two plays at the, at the two-point line. Um, but yeah. I, I got to say it was exciting. Uh, but uh, the, I've heard a lot, of, like, the, the, a lot don't like it at all. Some are like, hey, it's kind of fun. You know, you know I, I've, I've never I'm, been opposed to ties. I know it's old man 
old school thinking and it's not yeah. going to happen again. It doesn't happen in hockey. They have the NFL has a, um, you can have a tie, but they have an overtime procedure procedure. Everyone wants a result, but what's wrong with the tie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. College football, I guess. Yeah. After about the third or fourth overtime, I was starting to feel the same thing because I wasn't sure whether it was like so great or, or if it was just inept because I mean, you're at the three yard line and neither one of these teams could punch it in. It was like, yeah. Oh my God. And then they must've, you run out of two point plays. I mean, you get to the ninth overtime and I can't imagine that these teams have nine, 10, 11, 12, two point conversion plays, although maybe they do, but it was, um, it, it was exciting and, and not exciting and poor art breaks his, breaks his arm on the one play. And I just yeah. couldn't get away from the fact that they went away from that running game. That was annihilating Penn state yeah. for four quarters. But you know, and again, it's just an amazing upset really. And, and, um, and now you have Saturday and Isaiah Williams, you know, who's running all over the place last year. There's, there's some chatter in, uh, in Illinois that they may have put him back at quarterback. So we can do uh, maybe the, the, the same play. I don't know why. I mean, look, there's different coaches here. Uh, he's now a wide receiver. I think they would just mm-hmm. go with Brandon Peters and, 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 you know, look, they got, like you said, they got those two freaking monsters, you know, uh, you know, Josh McCray the, is just the, you know, the, uh, Chase Brown's smaller and, and, and quicker and cuts hard. And, and Josh McCray's just a bulldozer. So it's kind oh, of a frightening yeah, one, two punch there except, that these guys except have. They have even worse, a worse offense than Rutgers. It's the worst offense in the Big Ten, right? And they average eighteen yeah. points per game. Yeah. So for all yeah. that, so here's what here's where Rutgers has a chance. They're not going to be outscored, so they don't have right. to worry about getting into a running gun because they can't. Mm-hmm. Right? Rutgers' offense is not built that way because the offensive line is not that good. But defensively, which should be Rutgers' strength, they hopefully are able to do so. And that's where it's going to come down to. That defense has to be shored up. They got to come and play. They got to put their hard hats on and they can make this a game. Plus, yeah. Illinois will have a hangover. There's no way they can't. They just beat Penn mm-hmm. State on the road at Penn State. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awfully hard to get up for Rutgers, a team that they've controlled in this, uh, well, this is the sixth game I think they're playing. Yeah, I mean, they, yes, they, um, and, and this, you know, it's, it, oh, again, okay. series. and we'll talk about last year was, it was very disappointing because, you know, Rutgers had them in a position where, you know, they, you know, they were they're driving down the field. And a bad turnover in a situation where they could have absolutely won that game. And, and you know, and, and it could have been a different uh, different fortunes last year. Uh, let's go back to bowl possibilities because we kind of after Northwestern, we're like, okay, and, you know, forget about it. But then, you know, my renewed uh, sense of, hey, uh, they're, really, they're really one game off of where I th- they thought they could have been anyway. And uh, I th- still think it's going to be very hard to find those three wins. But obviously, this week is critical for that. Because mm-hmm. if they don't win- beat Illinois, then finding three wins the rest of the way is going to be very difficult. Very important for them to win this game. And then you say, hey, may- maybe still um, a possibility. And um, well, that's what you're going to yeah, sell, that, right? Yeah. I mean, if you can get the win on Saturday and, and now you've got four wins and you've ended the losing streak. Now it's uh, still a tough road, but now you only need two. And the belief is at least internally and uh, among fans publicly 
Maryland is a win, right? I mean, it'll be a cru- yeah. crucial game. So now you got to pick up yeah. one and three if you win Saturday. And then, yeah. of course, you have to beat Maryland. And Indiana's having a strange season. I mean, Penix is back. That quarterback is good. Their defense, obviously, they lost some guys on the defensive side. But they're they're not, you know, they're staying in game in yeah. some of the games. Wisconsin's not yeah, what they've been. No. But they're big and burly yeah. up front, and they'll open up big holes. So that won't be easy. So I agree with you. If you don't win Saturday, it becomes obviously even more difficult. But when Saturday and there is renewed hope and let's see what happens. We'll see if they're healthy. We'll see if they get some guys back. Right. You know, some guys, yeah. they won't. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see if Crookshank comes back. Let's see if yeah. O'Neal comes back and, and can yeah, they need help, they on, need that help on that offensive line it, without question. It's, it's the yeah. big problem for yeah. Rutgers. It has been mm-hmm. really for many years. And yeah. it's reared its ugly head. And I think year. a lot of uh, Scarlet Nation wants to hear about another quarterback coming in. I think we all agree that Vedral really, or maybe we don't, Johnny, I don't know. But I, I think Vedral needs to stay stay as the starting quarterback. And there's still a shot, outside shot at a bowl game, uh, outside shot of what we would consider a, con- a successful season if they can get to that. Um and oh, I yeah. think they should stay the course. I mean, you know, changing the quarterback right now. I mean, I don't think is now Vedral, you know, it's been up and down, right? I mean, so he needs to play better, but I think they need he is to. What he is. Yeah. He's a, he's a roller coaster ride. He can be really good and then he can be really bad. But um, listen, he, he, we've been over it before. He, he's good running the ball. He's a game manager. I mean, however you want to put it. Um, he's not your prototypical big 10 drop back quarterback. Um, he's going to do some good things. He, he, he sort of will keep both teams in the game. If you know what I mean, <laughs> Yeah, on, uh, on a week, but week he's got to get basis. protection. He's just been beat up. Yeah. He's one yeah. more big hit away from being sidelined for a full game. So they've got to be able yeah. to keep him protected. I think yeah. he is the guy. I don't know that he's the best. I mean, he's yeah. the best of what they got, but he's the best of what they have. Yeah. yeah. So he, yeah. Shannon's not making a change. There will be a time when Wimsett will get a shot. I think he'll want to mm-hmm. see he being Shannon will want to see what this guy's got. Give him a taste of big 10 play. I don't think he'll ever play a full game, but I think yeah. you'll see him use more and more. You may even see him a little bit on Saturday. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Might be cool to see him like at a last play at a half Hail Mary kind of scenario where he I just think, throws a bomb oh, into that, the end zone. He yeah, could be used that like way. That. See yeah. what the, I mean, they may have to do some of yeah. those things. They may have to, we talked about it last week. You know, yeah. Sean Gleason may have to open up the playbook a little bit more just to create something because right now that line can't hold off anybody and they can't open holes for anybody. So the offense is in a quagmire. So they may do something like that, a little trickeration uh, coming from the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. But I think it'll be more though than just one play a heave. That wouldn't be bad. Let's see what the kid has got, but I think Mm -hmm. they'll want to see eventually they'll want to see him in some series. It might only be three series in a game and then four, but he's going to, he will play. We will see him on the field this year. There's no question in my mind. Yeah. And yeah, maybe there's, they might be circling that Maryland game to give him mm-hmm. uh, a, a good, good taste. They may, Except maybe before that. It. Right. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. It might, might be nice to get him a, uh, you know, a series down, you know, in the red zone and, and see what he can do around, uh, you know, around the, um, you know, the area where you can run, as you mentioned, Matt, a little trickeration, get him out on the flat, you know, let him throw the ball, the RPO kind of stuff. And, 
um, you know, see, give uh, Scarlet Nation uh, a taste of what the future is going to look like. Yeah, and yeah, coming off the bye, they may have an opportunity here to to, to get him in there and, and try a couple different plays and see and see if it's possibility. I, you know, again, uh, I, you know, using any of the quarterbacks right now, I, I just don't see the upside in it. Um, you know, maybe you know, maybe after a loss to Illinois, then we got a different situation. Um, but, uh, you know, use the, you know, uh, the other guys should just refrenet right now. Just let federal and let, hopefully federal stays healthy because, you know, he does, he does run a lot. He takes a lot of hits, saying, yeah. you know, he got hurt he last year. So, you know, let's just hope that Rutgers looks a little better coming off their bye week than, uh, the New York jets looked on Sunday. I mean, they looked as if, you know, they hadn't prepared, yeah. like they just got in the bus and yeah, they were still in London. Up, so. Yeah, this is. Oh a, my gosh, that they, was they, that was unnerving. How they bad were still that was. at Spurs I mean, nobody, Stadium. At least the Giants yeah, are showing. Yeah, your Giants are in, showing but, a little uh, 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 flicker there, Johnny. I mean, uh, at least, I don't know. I think that Carolina is pretty, has been exposed I, as being pathetic, and I, I, you know, I was always one to give not to go NFL on on us all here, but. I really thought that maybe a change of scenery would help Sam Darnold, but he was no, he was abysmal on Sunday. Yeah, they got benched, oh man. They got him. But, you know, that's a different team without bad. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, he's he such missing. a multi-threat star, but he can't stay on the field these last couple of years either. Yeah, yeah he can't stay on the field. And Sam couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. I mean, he was missing yeah. guys seven, eight but, yards yeah. wide open. But go like back to Rutgers, though. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. No, I didn't. I I didn't mean to interrupt. But going back to Rutgers, the problem with putting Wimsat in is is Vedral running for his life a lot. Yeah, is he hit a lot? Is he sacked a lot? Yeah. Now Wimsat may be more mobile. That's the word we've gotten. But hello, is that what you yeah. want to do with and New York? Kids? Snyder That's and Simon, I, do you want them running around? Like, well, somebody's got to play if they get hurt. <laughs> right. Like if some, if Vedral's not moving the ball or he gets hurt, somebody's got to go underneath center. But yeah. as we've seen, it'll be one. And of I don't think guys. those guys think, and like Vedral's not flash, but I don't think the other guys have wheels like Vedral. The other two, the other two backups. I just don't think Wimsat sure as heck does. But do you want to get him in a position where he's no. running for his life? I just think that would be no, foolish. That's why it'll move. be controlled situations. By, absolutely, it'll I be like it'll be like NFL going back uh, to the yeah. pro ranks. It'll be like an NFL preseason game, three series. These are the plays you're going to run. Get used to it. Big crowd, et cetera, et cetera. Now, yeah. Greg Shannon, his post, uh, his uh, uh, press conference this week, he said he told, asked the fans to stick it out, stick with us. Uh, I mean, there's no question in my end. I, I'll always stick with with Rutgers and uh, as an alum and a season ticket holder. That's always the case for me. But, you know, there are plenty in this area. As we know, there's plenty of fair weather fans. If they're not winning and they're not coming out, uh, I um, he did say the program is trending up. I agree that the program's trending up. There's no question about that. The recruiting is is really done a great job. It's just holding that class is really important. Now, how about the season though, Matt? The season is look. If they don't beat Illinois, you got to say this thing is trending down. Now, as as Steve Edelson said last week, that it's I guess he was saying it's not really a linear thing with 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 uh, Shiano, and so it's not going to be a straight line up. I mean, it's going to be, uh, you know, an up and down uh, build here. And I would say that's the case here because no one saw it where they're three and five and they lose to Northwestern and Illinois at the beginning of the season. Let's face it. Well, nobody, I mean, it was a battle to get to six wins. Anyone who was being honest and there were people oh, yeah, no who question. said five wins, maybe. So 
you know, but the way they've lost, that's the problem. They've been undisciplined. They haven't tackled. And obviously they can't move the ball. That's a product of injuries. But you're based on wins and losses, right? Johnny's good friend. And how is Coach Parcells doing, John? (laughs) I hope he's doing well. You know, you are what your record says you are. And so I understand what Greg is saying. He wants the fans to maintain some. He needs that enthusiasm, right? That that greeted him when he was given the job that has helped energize Rutgers has helped make it easier to recruit. He needs to keep that going. He's also sending a message to his team. Let's go. Let's keep it going. We're trending the right way. So there was a lot of things going on in that comment at the end of his news conference. But if you don't win, I don't care. You've lost now five in a row. You're three and five and the fans are going to boo. That's just the the way it goes. Does the pressure then start to build, do you think? I mean, I know it's only year two. No. this is going to be a long haul and whatnot, but no. does, uh, does the pressure start to people start to get, you know, Hey, I'm sick of this chop baloney. What are we chopping at? We're losing to a, a bad Northwestern team. We're losing to a bad Illinois team. We're losing at home to, you know, some of these other teams. It's uh, I, I, I guess it's still, there'll be frustration, the but there'll be no phase. pressure. There'll, there'll be no pressure. Um, mm-hmm. He's recruiting well. Now what will happen next year, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves, is then he'll start to have to show some improvement because there'll be more of his guys sprinkled in there. And then the following year, for sure, they'll have yeah. to be better. But the pressure on Greg Schiano is a ways down the road. And, mm-hmm. and I would say the same for um, – uh, Sean Gleason now, you know, and I've said this, I always say rising star only because that's what we were sold on with Sean Gleason, the young guy who's coming in, who's, who's going to, be, uh, to change the offense, an innovative mind. We saw some really cool stuff last year. And then this year, man, it's just been really vanilla. I think it's, it's his hand is forced because of what's on the field. We said that, but you know, and even in the press conference, they brought up, Hey, what, what's your assessment of Sean Gleason? And, and Greg Shannon said, he thinks he's doing a great job. And he's, and of course he, he had it. He had his coaches back, but Rutgers nation again is wondering, Hey, what's going on this year? Because this guy was supposed to be a wonder boy. He's got to have something to work with. I have said this throughout, you know. But you saw it yeah, last there's, year. There's the How old, much did they have? So the, everybody was they saying. They caught everybody by surprise. Yeah. It was a COVID everybody year. Everybody was coming back, though. It was, it was a COVID year. They caught everybody by surprise. Uh, no one respected Rutgers. Suddenly, Shano wins three games in the Big Ten, and then people go, oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. All right, we better prepare for them. I think that's partly what happened. Well, it's the same. Listen, man, we're, we're, no one's saying it. No one's calling for his job. I'm not even close. I mean, there's been some really bright moments there and there's some really great plays you've seen that the, and, and some, and the offenses night and day, but they had to improve off of Ash's offenses and then his offensive coordinators that and, he, he and if you can't, and if you can't block, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Even <laughs> trick plays, you need to block. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you're going to run, you know, the triple flea flicker, double reverse, mm-hmm. you know, over the shoulder Statue of Liberty play, you still have to hold your block. These guys right. can't block. Right. But that's partly because of injury. And right. he's got, what, what did I hear today? I was, uh, which was it? Rutgers rant. I was listening to the NJ.com podcast. It might have been uh, The Chop, which is, uh, the Asbury Park Press, the app.com and NorthJersey.com podcast. Anyway, like three of the guys on the offensive line, two of them were switched from defense this year. And one was just not expected mm-hmm. to play this year. And suddenly that's 60% of your line. So if you can't hold anybody up, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. But right. 
these guys are paid to perform and Sean Gleason's offense is not performed. So I get the, I get the frustration, but I think he'll be better judged in another year or so. And then how, well, how, how, how God, go ahead, John. Just think how great he would look if he had, you know, as you said, Matt, better groceries to, to cook the meal with, you know, yeah. it's, it, it all comes down to like when I coach my hoop teams, I mean, I'm running stuff that, Everybody else is running. I mean, it's not like people are reinventing the wheel every year. Alabama doesn't run anything differently than, you know, maybe Rutgers is running some of the same stuff that they are, except that they have five-star recruits that play on Sundays at the end of the play. And, uh, and Rutgers, you know, has some nice players. They don't, they don't have the, the pedigree and the quality that, uh, that they have. So hopefully in time, that's where depth comes in and recruiting and, um, you know, as Matt said, down the road is where they'll be judged on. But, all but that, that doesn't stuff, change so. this year. So I am defending Rutgers from that standpoint. You need to get better players. They've recruited well mm-hmm. the last two years and they'll have to continue to do so. And I said yeah. last week on the show that, you know, one of Steve's favorite sayings, and I agree with it, is coach him up. And Chris Ash did not coach him up. Shiano has, but he's coaching two and a half, three star recruits, not four and five recruits. So he got a lot out of them last year. He's gotten something out of them this year. But at some point, if the other team is that much better, your guys are going to beat our guys on a regular basis. But that gets old because you've got five games to play and Shiano is coaching to win on Saturday and he's coaching to win against Indiana and you know the rest of the schedule so he's not looking ahead to next year and his quiet moments you know sitting down with his coaches sitting down with recruits and their parents he might be saying hey it's going to be much better next year it's going to be great two years from now when you're just starting to bubble to the surface but publicly and to his team He's trying to win, and he's just doing it a little bit with a, a hand tied behind his Do you think there's uh, the win, Wimsat in his camp or saying, well, are, is this guy going to be – am I going to be protected? You know, am I, is there going to be a line in front of me that, you know, I mean, is there I, – I, you know, and, and it's, it's almost unfair. These are still Ash's players, but that's kind of the mindset of, hey, is, is this is, – are we going to have a line here? I mean, yeah. I, I – I, I think he's not, I think he's thinking that things will be better. Mm -hmm. And I also think if he's like any other athlete, high level athlete, he's thinking, get me out there and let let me show you what I'll show you what I can do. I'm better than this guy. Right. That's what he thinks. Yeah, no, of course. And, and, and you want that. You yep. absolutely want that. So it goes down in Champaign this Saturday. 11 o'clock uh, local uh, start. 11 o'clock. Oof. Yeah, but, you know, um, I'm okay with that. You know, and I, I, it's it's just the home games that you got to get out at, at, at noon. But I, like I said, you know, those noon games, kickoffs work for me from a work standpoint. But I know a lot of fans don't like it. And it does affect um, – uh, it does affect how many people come out to the stadium for sure. So I don't think Illinois is going to have a huge, uh, well, like I said, wait, maybe they are. And you know what this thing about Illinois and Illinois going out and being Penn state, well, then why can't Rutgers go in and knock off like Wisconsin, you know? So maybe, Hey, they, you know, maybe they, they win a tight game here this Saturday and maybe they knock off of Wisconsin. Maybe they figure out a way to beat Indiana and, and then, you know, and then Maryland's playing on New there, Year's day, you know, and hey, Penn state in there and, and they're Johnny, they're playing on new year's day. <laughs> <laughs> they run the table. It's it's funny. Yeah. I say to I say to Sandy all the time, my wife, I, I say, um, you know, if if Rutgers goes to a Florida bowl, we are going. There's no doubt about it. And she's like, nah, you know, and you know, so you if it go. works out, if it doesn't, whatever. <laughs> but she should say she should laugh and say, Ah, Steve, come on. That's that's not happening. If they're going to a bowl, it's gonna be in North Carolina. You know, it's but but that Florida bowl, 
when it happens. Think I'm big. absolutely. Yeah, it could listen. be in Arizona some year. Yeah. Hey, listen, someplace what, warm, I'm going. Saying? What's the old saying? If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, it'd be yeah. Christmas every day. Yeah, That's right. Well, the bus had wings, it'd be a plane. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Well, listen. Well, we'll 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 keep we'll we'll keep our hopes alive because they still are, and then we'll we'll talk next week and see where we're at there. But again, uh, as as we'll Matt said, a, barometer. A, we'll check your yeah, barometer, yeah. Steve. You're sort of like the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the temperature. <laughs> yes. Listen. Well, here's what I'm. Uh, here's the last thing I'll say. Return to health if they get some players back. Yeah. The week off to correct the mistakes, to apply a salve to some of the emotional scars. And they could be okay. Yeah. It'll be a low-scoring game, I think. By the way, yeah, but for what that's worth. And, I think fan, the unders and like fans can use a buy too. Fans need a little break to, you know, if, you unless you get, get their. I was going to say unless you're wrapped around the season, maybe not even Alabama so, needs a buy this year. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll see. So it all goes down again. Matt's at 11 a.m. kickoff. But, well, noon uh, here in the east, noon, right? Right. Noon, 11 inch, 11 a.m. for uh, the for Illinois, and then and. and uh, so, uh, and that'll do it for this week's show. Steve Titchener here with Matt Lachlan, Johnny Mack on the phone. Check out the uh, podcast on Spotify, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, anywhere where you find your, uh, uh, your podcast. And check us out and give us a listen. And we'll catch you all next week on the RU Review. Bye-bye.